The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black Dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't tryna go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been reaping what he sold I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant Peace, peace. What's good? Welcome back to another episode of the Urban X Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. We appreciate your presence. Yes, yes. I'm here. Malcolm. This is the Black Dot. And like Hold I on. said. Black Dot. Writer. Author. Poet. MC. Dad. Spiritual advisor. All of that. Don't just be, this is the Black Dot. And your I am your father. How you introduce me from now on? Tooting your own horn. This is Black Dye. That's what we doing. I'm Malcolm. This is the Black Dye. That's what we doing. That's for people who don't know. Okay. My bad. Shit. My bad. But thank you guys for joining us. How was your week? We appreciate you all. Yeah, get over yourself. See, I see Dick's. Yeah. True story. True story. <laughs> true story. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. But every now and then. No, some, no, no. That's tip. Meriwether said, "You got to toot your own horn." Yeah, I mean, no, no, sometimes. I mean, Sinestra Bryson, what's up, Queen? You got to, got to toot. Sometimes, sometimes. <clears throat> Just to let the people know. Uh, <clears throat> I felt like such a long time since Monday's show. Yes, a lot. This, this is gonna be a packed show. This is gonna be packed. Yeah, it's a lot of information. I got to see Noble today. Yeah. Yeah. Already forgot about me. It's been a minute. He didn't. Yeah, of course not. We sat on the floor, we we, we tussled, we yeah. got in for a while. That's my dude. He a little under the weather, yes? Yes, and yeah, I had to deal with that all week, but yes. he's feeling better. Here, here's the thing. As a parent, you get to the point where you're frustrated because your child needs your help, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, it he's either Because he's teething. And he's teething at the same time. He's that was teething, trash. or he might have an earache, 
And as parent, you feel so vulnerable yeah. in these moments. Welcome to parenthood because that is a part of it. Yeah, it was trash. Yeah, it is. It was trash. He's crying and he's looking at you. And you're like, little man, I'm, I'm trying to help you, man. Yeah. Ain't nothing I can do. You just got to work your way through it. So uh, these are the other side of parenting. Mm-hmm. It ain't always glory. You got to get in the trenches. Yes. So yes. for those parents who are in the hospital with their children, uh, trying to breathe or they need a heart transplant. Bro, I can't And even... you see these little warriors because my nephew needed a heart transplant. He was like two, two or three. And you see these little warriors, man, and they're fighting a battle that a lot of people know nothing about, man. And I applaud them. I really do. Mm-hmm. So shout out all the parents. Definitely. Who, who, who've had them nights where they stayed up and didn't get no sleep and had to go to work. Because, you know, you're trying to blow the snot out of the nose and blow through that nose. And this one, it's so many techniques you try to use the, the cold or the cool rag over the forehead. Man, the, the list goes on. And Cavalette, she said baby teeth start coming in at six months. And you would think, not noble. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. We didn't go through none of that. He no, no, started no. walking early. He started doing all this stuff early. But his teeth was coming in real slow. But now they're coming in. Oh, the, and, once they start, is yeah, it? Yeah, now like we're going through it because I, like the other night, he just woke up like really inconsolable. He was just going through it. And I was talking to him. I was talking to my pops about it. And he was like, oh, that sounds like teeth. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he yeah, is, he yeah. Is, sure enough. He is teething. And then I said, I spoke to my mother and she said the same thing. Oh, that sounds like his teeth coming in. I was like, yep. Yep. We know. We know these things. And we want to be here to consult you. Yeah, yeah. You know, through the whole process. Funny enough, both of you guys in the last two days, I spoke to my mother. Like I was doing something, I was I was doing laundry, and then my mother called me, and she happened to be in the Bronx, and she happened. I told her, you know, no one's feeling under the weather. She brought something over to the crib, and then you today, same thing. That's what we do, you baby. Brought something over to the crib, so you I guys, said, what? Were, yeah, my little man, he what? Yeah, you guys were. Like, I'll really? be there. I'll be there. So. That's what my day was like. Yeah, that was and, cool. Uh, I'm thankful for those moments. I, mm-hmm. I, I really am as a grandparent. And uh, other than that, man, life life is good, man. Yes, quick Roco, because <clears throat> we forgot the whole Roco. My bad, you guys. I saw Mount Vernon. I see Greensville. Oh, nice. Oh, Greenville, nice. South Carolina. I saw Georgia. I saw who else? Georgia. San Diego. Shouts out to you guys. Shout out to San Diego. Yes. It's really nice out there, I heard. You know? New Zealand in the house. New Zealand. Shout out to Detroit. Texas. Who else? Who else? Chi-Town, the 413. Flatbush. Flatbush, Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Planet Earth in the house. I appreciate (laughs) that. Because we might have visitors, interstellar visitors. Rough Buff. Buffalo, Inglewood, Japan. Oh, Rough Buff. I like that. Waco, Texas. Okay. Oh, Waco. My bad. Waco, Texas. And Jersey. And everybody else, South and Jamaica. And Long Beach. And shout out to everybody, man. Yeah, shout out to everybody, man. Thank you guys for joining us. So, uh, let's get to it. Let's get to it. <laughs> you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Now, we're doing an after show tonight. Yes. Right? Okay. Just uh, That is That's quick... if, if If wifey, mama dies, she a little under the weather. If she decides to... Come through and rock with us. We're not or, going. Yeah, we got to just, we would just have to do it. Okay, we'll, we'll do the still camera. Yes. So it won't be a lot of fancy stuff. Yes, we can't guilt so trip her So we're going to do an after show. We're not yes. going to guilt trip her into doing it. No, that's not what I was trying to do. She's looking at me crazy now. Like, <laughs> why would you say that? We're not going to guilt trip her. Yeah, we're going to flip the table yeah. on. <laughs> so, all right, let's get to it. So, 
Dave Chappelle special. Dave Chappelle special. Closure. Closing. The closing. 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 Yes. So, uh, or first watch, I watched it. I watched it the other day. Um, I thought Sticks and Stones, which was the previous one, was funnier. Like as as in like how many times I laughed. Like ha ha, that was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did enjoy this one though. Mm-hmm. I did, but um, I tweeted this earlier. There's a part of me who feels like yes, the LBG that community needs to be addressed, and I think he did it very well. There also is a part of me that feels like they're not that important to uh, dedicate an entire special to. And before he even said it, I didn't realize he kind of was addressing them for all six specials. Mm. And again, I don't feel like they're that important. You know what I'm saying? But I did enjoy it. Um, All the backlash he's getting from it was completely expected. He expected it. And I think... Through, if you watch it, if you if you watch it, and you just like really understand what he was saying, I think he covered all bases to every point of their argument that the backlash is coming from mm-hmm. is a moot point. It was like, oh, no, he he addressed that. Uh, uh, no, 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 he he addressed that as well. No, no, mm-hmm. he he addressed that as well. He didn't watch. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of people upset. There's people calling to get it pulled and things like that. And black Black Caucus, the Black, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they're trying to get it pulled. Uh, was I think glad they trying to get it pulled. They saying that you know there's negative reviews, but you know how to you know how it goes. No, absolutely, absolutely. So what would you think? Um, I didn't think it was funny at all. You didn't think it was funny at all. There was moments where that was hilarious. It wasn't funny. Okay. However, with that being meaning, don't get me wrong. There was certain. I'm not gonna sit there and say I didn't laugh a couple of times. Sticks and stones to me was designed to be funnier. David is a genius. Mm-hmm. But this was still brilliant because he's way more than a comedian. This guy is so in tune with reality that he uses his platform, his words very carefully. So this was one of those 824 joints, Mm -hmm. like when he did for George Floyd, where where it was more commentary based, not necessarily a jokey, jokey situation. Now, Kevin Hart is a comedian. Uh, Cat Williams, these are comedians, and they just do comedy. He does so much more social, uh, you know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> in a vacuum, me just sitting down, wanting to laugh, smoking a joint, right, it, right. it didn't really... Right. But he was cleverly dropping these mega bombs along the way, which only Dave Chappelle can possibly do. Yeah, I just didn't want that for this special. You know so, what I'm saying? But it's yeah. the closer. True, true. Let's yeah. keep in mind... And before you tell me this ain't really Dave Chappelle, <laughs> listen, I, it's, it's a time and space for that. I'm not going to go down that multiverse. We'll save that for another multiverse. I exist in multiverses. I, I exist in the niggerverse, mm-hmm. the conscious verse, I like it. the metaphysical verse, the daddy verse. So I, there's a, and I can talk conspiracy with the best of them. Look who my teachers were. So we're not going to go there because there are people who can't grasp the comprehension of cloning and certain people being replaced. So we're not going to go there. So I just want to put that in the chat. So as you was getting ready to type that that ain't really Dave Chappelle, (laughs) stop. Let's just deal with it at face value for what it's worth. All right. Can we do that? This is a man who walked away from $50 million. Thanks. 
So what that tells me is you can't cancel him. This is a nigga who live in the middle of Ohio, Ohio yeah. on a fucking farm mm. with hillbillies mm. and bitches with dirty feet. That's what he said. That's what he said, right? Yeah. So you can't, money is not going to be the driving force which cancels this man. He's calling this the closure. It's sort of like when Michael Jackson said, this is it. This is the end of this particular cycle. It's no need to address this anymore. And he said he won't be doing specials for a while. He may have been hinting that this is the closure. This is, yeah. I am the closer. This is it. So to take all of that into consideration, but him speaking about uh, uh, the baby killing nigga in a mall, mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. But you offend a people. Now you're saying that these people don't deserve that much credit. <clears throat> your universe is run by these individuals. So when we speak about multiverses and what you see and what really exists within that of what you see, stay with me. They are behind the scenes things that take place by those who exist in that very world that he's speaking about. And when we start talking about media and we start talking about the elite and we start talking about Hollywood, and we start speaking about those things, it is a known and unknown fact that that universe is run by not the gatekeepers, the gatekeepers. Mm. So with that being said, I like it. right? I'm here. I'm following. In order to really appreciate the closer, I have to sit down as a collective and watch all of the uh, specials mm -hmm. in succession to get the gems because he speaks cryptically. Yeah, one of them episodes he was telling you why he left. Uh, yes, when he comedy talked, special when he talked about, but he used Iceberg this, Slim. Uh, he used this story, and I still couldn't figure it out. I got bits and pieces, so to understand the complexity, and this is real Virgo like shit. You know, he's mm -hmm. Virgo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is real Virgo like shit. And when I tell you money is you do nothing to this man. This is a dangerous mm -hmm. man. Right? And and I and I mean this when I say this. I've I've said this to you many times. I will shovel elephant shit at the circus to feed the babies. I'll come in smelling like elephant shit, mm -hmm. get in the shower, clean up with a proud face as long as my family know I'm greater than this. But the circumstances require me to do this to keep my dignity. You know what I'm saying? And respect because I'm not going to sell out for no price of money. Right. And this is what he's saying in the grand scheme of things. So he was reintroduced back into the boule or society mm -hmm. with his uh, a Saturday night special mm -hmm. in which he told you to give Trump a chance. This is real deep shit. And it ended with that episode of dude kissing him on the face or him in the bar. I don't. I, I really don't remember that episode. That, yeah, that'll come back to you, and I might be wrong, but I think I remember that bar scene at the very in his very last skit he did for Saturday Night Live. But remember, he had been away for so long, and he was working his way back into that society that is run by the gatekeepers, right? So he went through this process. He earned back his masters. Mm -hmm. That right? happened too, yes. That happened that during this specific journey that may have been what he wanted all along. He can live forever off his masters True. now, right? And he earned them back. He used Netflix 
as leverage against Comedy Central mm-hmm. and put them under pressure. And then he turned to the people and said, don't buy this shit. Mm-hmm. And they were forced to give him back his masters. Drop a bomb that shit. Okay. Right? His life in Hollywood has been ruled by the gatekeepers in one way, shape, form, or fashion. Mm. Right? And you know who runs things because the, the litmus, litmus test is who can you not talk about? It's only two or three people you cannot talk about. Real estate agents. Real estate agents and alphabet soup. Yeah. Among the two, you cannot without there being consequences. That's very true. Okay, so we can't belittle the fact that he understood this and he spent six specials trying to hit you in the head so that you understand what's coming and what you need to be prepared for. And then he brilliantly paid homage to a transgender woman at the end of the show which was brilliantly done about his particular friend and this and that to show that there were those who understood from a comedic standpoint what he was about. And this is comedy. And comedy should really have very few boundaries from a comedic standpoint. Yeah, like you said. I should be able to make fun of yeah. all, as long as it's within the parameters of my comedy set. You know what I mean? And now that comedy cannot be performed, that is an art form, an ancient art form, the gesture. Mm-hmm. You know the what gesture. I'm saying? The, the gesture. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is now so scrutinized that you do not want to get into comedy yeah. in that capacity. The fact that um, comedians are scared to say certain things. That's like that's like a that's like Germany. You know what I mean? Like yes, it, it is. You can't talk about certain stuff. Like that's like real t- totalitarian. Did you really get molested by a preacher? Did he really? I, I thought that he was mentioned just, that in his standup. I thought he was just being funny. Like, I don't know. He could have. I don't know. He may have. He may have. You really don't know. Yeah. And you know, as a comedian, we say things. Some are true, some are not true. Some are to accentuate a story, and some are, you know what I mean? True. I thought it was brilliant the way he dealt with the coronavirus shit. Oh, yes, yes. He said, I feel like that's what's going on inside my body. Mm-hmm. Niggas is beating up Asians. Yeah, that was, and I, I wish he would have gave that joke a little bit- A little bit more. To breathe, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because people went over people's heads. Yeah, I thought that it's was- almost that went was, over my head until wifey was like- That was Dude, funny. that was the funniest shit ever. Yeah, yeah, that was, was like, hilarious. Oh, I was like, oh, that shit was hilarious. That was hilarious. I wanted him to like expound on that a right. little bit more. But. I thought the- Impossible uh, Pussy. That was hilarious. And uh, Beyond Pussy was hilarious. Because these are just things that we have to deal with in everyday life. So I'm willing to see where this goes. David cannot be canceled. You you Mm -hmm. may not have liked what he said. There was two white women in particular who sat in the audience, but they were there to be punished. They just came (laughs) to get butchered. And he butchered them. You know what I mean? And this particular special, on the funny scale, five out of ten for me. But on the message scale, okay. was an eight, nine out of ten. Okay, as something to revisit. I'll watch it again this weekend to Same. pick up a few other jewels. Same. But that's just my general take on you know oh, the, space the aliens. Oh come on, that, that yeah. 
hilarious. These are intelligent Very, yeah. jokes that went over most people's head. You know, one thing- Yeah, I, he said, I'll have what the homeless people are having. Brilliant on most ends because the homeless people ain't yeah. wearing no mask. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And haven't been that. I'll have what they have. Yeah. So he was pointing fingers to tell you, look at them and start painting the picture on all of this propaganda bullshit. Brilliant. So a, a more, much more than a comedian, and you know, a lot of people are not ready to deal with that. One thing I wish he would have went like in depth with is the fact that because he he I think he brilliantly laid out how dude I said I my, said my, Pinnacle Power. Hold on, I said it was a nine out of ten in, in terms of the message. The jokes I didn't feel were so I wasn't dissing. I just gave you a fifteen minute dissertation on how dope it was. All right, go ahead. Yeah, so I was saying, I think he laid out brilliantly on how uh, he said, My problem's not with gay people or trans, my problem's with white people, right? And he mm-hmm. talked about how trans people or gay people, gay white people, they use, they, they revert back to their whiteness when they feel threatened, right? Absolutely. I thought that would have been a perfect opportunity to kind of point the mirror at the gay, at the, the, the black LBGT community to show how they've been used. How they keep getting used because I think he did subliminally. I I, I wanted, but he wanted to just go straight into their face. You know what I'm saying? I want people to, I want especially in that community to see like how quick they will drop you because you're not gay first, you're not trans first, you're black first to them. Yes, and you are only there as a stepping stool to get to where they want to get, and all you do is just you're the offensive line. For that community against the the rest of the community, but and that's what black people have always been for every for every movement for every movement feminist movement because he went in on feminist yeah. too. He said, "I'm a feminist." Brilliant shit. If it means that I support women, yeah, and women's causes, if that's the definition, then I'm a feminist mm. too, right? So this was deeply well calculated stuff that Dave Chappelle broke down that went over most people's heads. Because most people just wanted to laugh. Sticks and Stones was strategically placed there because I thought the first two joints wasn't that yeah, funny. Yeah, like I, I felt like he was rusty. Yeah, if you watch those back, I think like his timing was kind of right. Right. I'm actually I'm I'm actually watch all of those back. Like you yes, said. yes. And then it'll tell one story, and in that one story, everything that we need to know will probably mm-hmm. be answered. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, really deep stuff. Glad he's starting that foundation. For um, his transgender yeah, friends, and that's daughter. yeah, and that's also a lot of um, like you said, like hedging your bets, like, as you would say, like you can't say I'm home. Like, how can you say I'm transphobic? Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like, look at all, look what I'm doing, and look what I've said regarding this. Yes, you know what I mean. And I, yeah, it was dope. Really, really dope. Clifford, that, that was a good one too. Clifford, listen, listen, that was a good one too. He he was going in. You know what I mean, yeah. and it's worth. Another watch. Yeah, it is. I'm going to check it out again. You're it's right. worth another watch. You're right. Because you're bound to pick up things the second time. Because we were all tired when we watched it. I'm not going to lie. We watched it after 11. It was close to midnight. I had to get up like 4 in the morning. But I wanted to get it in before I stepped in front of the people. Yeah. And, and at least give some insight on... Um, <laughs> Somebody said, my name is Clifford Sousen. So <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So uh, the Deontay Wilder 
uh, Tyson Fury Part Three is happening this weekend. Yeah, we'll rent. We'll, we'll buy the fight. Okay, dope. I, Eli convinced me. I was like, ah, he's a dad. Come on, I said, no, I think, I think, I think Wilder friend. could do it. I, I'm, I'm going Wilder. Yeah. yeah, and I, and I think Fury put on like 20 extra pounds or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So he might be a little slower, but. During the conference or whatever, the the story is the, the story here is that Wilder actually confronted him on the cheating allegations. He did. He did. Which which was like wow, like wow, you you watch YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Well, but here's the thing: YouTube is more prevalent than you can imagine. Yeah. So because it's a very small community, yeah. this information travels. So I'm pretty sure he might have saw Young Pharaoh's piece mm-hmm. and was like, "Damn, wow, I didn't see that." Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't pay attention to that. Sure. He sure. probably was thinking, like, his punches did feel a little different. A little different than the first fight. Yeah, so maybe. Because his glove did look crazy. His, when they slowed it down, his gloves did look crazy. So And and remember, Wilder came in on with 40 pounds of armor on. Yeah, dude. that was dumb. You don't do that because you don't do that. Before. I put on ankle weights when I was trying to dunk, you know, back in the day. With it. And you take them off. And you may feel lighter, but imagine putting on 40 pounds. Dude, sweating, you hot yeah. man, your intensity is remember how long it took him to take off? And you get ready to fight, that shit took a long time to yeah. take off. Too much. Too much distractions. Come in on some Mike Tyson shit. Come in just with your boots on and shorts and go, let's get this shit popping. That's what I would do. Yeah, I'm actually excited. To see, I'm actually excited to see what this is going to look like, too. Uh, I don't mean to. I'm going to have to charge you $15. At the door. Please. If you bring Noble, I charge you 10. Man. Just saying. I bet. <laughs> yeah, so that's how that's going to go. I'm looking forward to Wilder just mm-hmm. closing this particular uh, chapter out. That'd be fine if he wins. And, and they're saying this guy's got some mob ties now, Fury. Like the people in his corner are known mobsters. Oh, where's he from? I, I don't know where he's from. Somebody he's from a, some like uh, European country. Yugoslavia. Some fucking <laughs> man. This nigga's like a wildebeest and shit. You know, fucking Yeti or something. That's funny. All right, well, we'll check that out. You are tuned into the sound. Kevin Macon, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate that. So uh, (laughs) Kanye West is back in the news. This time for some dope stuff, right? Some Mm. real innovative moves that he's making. Yeah. So the other, so I think it was last week, he filed for a trademark for Donda because he was starting a tech academy. Yes. I cut that up. Under his mom's name, yes. yes. Really dope stuff. So, um, yes, yeah, so he's calling uh named Donda Academy. Adidas is sponsoring uh the basketball team, right? And he already got a, a, a and top recruit. He right? already got multiple top five, like five star recruits. Oh, shh. Ain't that some shit? And students don't have to pay tuition. What? Yes, man. And they're gonna play. They're gonna play the Sierra uh, Canyon team. That's the team LeBron's son is on. They're gonna play them in the Staples Center. Ooh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So, do you think um, this will? Because I was talking to one of my friends about it. Do you think like this wave will start like more like celebrities that have like real money to start their own schools? Uh, it would be great. It would be great. And before you in the chat start saying they about to, you can't have white people add money like Adidas because now Adidas runs it. Oh no! I thought you was gonna say somebody was gonna say Umar or something. Yeah, but. please stay, stay. But let's just keep that out of the chat for a second. Uh, I think that these athletes and people of 
uh, uh, influence should do. Because I know if Diddy started a school, how many kids want to play for Diddy? So? Exactly. That's Just what I'm on saying. the fact that he's Diddy. Well, he has he has a school. But, he has but I mean, like a a, a, a a true basketball. I was saying the same thing. Tournament. I was, thinking, I was thinking the that's same gonna thing. be out here because all of our kids have stopped going to Kentucky mm-hmm. and all these other places. And Deion they get paid sent, now. And they get paid. And De- and who who else better to get you paid? Right. Even though he can't use. Liquor to promote you, talk about Diddy, because right. you're not 21 yet. Right. But he got other avenues in which you down with Diddy, you in videos come out. Dude, it's a, it's a slam dunk. Deion Sanders is trying to change the culture. Him among other people to say, our athletes come home. Come home and be with us mm-hmm. and let's build this empire. Five star recruits going to Kanye school just because he's Kanye. Exactly. Like- and he's going to build a Yeezy sneaker. Adidas is gonna build some dope out of just this for the world. basketball team. Like, just for the basketball team. Yeah, that's that's huge. Kanye is gonna make another five billion dollars. This is genius, and it's, and it's, and it's the tech. It's, it's a tech focus, it, which it should be mm-hmm. because that's where the world is going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tech is where this thing is going. So that's dope. In other Kanye news, he um, just went diamond. Oh, yes. For his song, Stronger. Oh, yes. You clap that up. The song, Stronger, with Diamond. That's 10 million soul. And uh, this is his first diamond plaque. I didn't know that. I find that hard to believe, but... <clears throat> and Stronger, that came out... Yeah, yeah. When, like 20... Yeah, well, it takes a long time to go diamond, though. No, when did that come out? That came out, like, 08? Probably. I don't know. When did graduation come out? I'm not good at seven oh eight. I wanna say dates. All the dates are looking the same to me now. Long time ago. So um, you know, yeah. With that being said, uh that that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we're gonna watch the trend. And speaking of schools, um the first basketball academy oh, yes, that's high right. school yeah. sponsored by Hall of Famer Earl Monroe, Earl the Pearl, mm. has played for the Knicks, won a championship or two with the Knicks. They launched the first basketball academy in the Bronx. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. That it's just basketball players. No, it's a, an academy that deals with every aspect mm. Of basketball. So if you want to get into analytics, if you want to get into management, if you want to learn a salary cap, if you want to learn mm. personal training, if you want to learn for every basketball player that goes to the NBA, a hundred jobs are created. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that. Wow. So this academy is for that. Now don't get me wrong. You're probably going to have an elite mm. basketball team. Mm-hmm. But there are more components, and it reminds me of a course me and Eli took, a Columbia University course that me and Eli took on statistics, mm-hmm. analytics, virtual reality, because me and Eli, takes, we take college courses just for fun. Mm-hmm. So we paid a couple of thousand dollars for this course, and we were taking it so that we can understand every aspect of sports management and things of that nature, That's and fire. that was at Columbia University. So now they have manifested a school that deals with that. So we clap that up. Yeah. Somebody said, so what about baseball and football? I guess there needs to be people from our community who have played 
those sports at a high level, who like Derek willing, Jeter would be perfect to He do would be like perfect that. to do that in because the yeah. uh, for every baseball player, it's probably the same process because you got to start learning analytics, data, uh, you know, management, vending. Uh, there's so many components to running a basketball team, not just the players. Yes. That's why they these are multi a billion dollar schools. Kimono said, and uh, speaking of schools, like this is actually um, that the Biden administration cut HBCU funding from forty billion to two billion. Yes, he did. Still waiting on my apology letters. You guys can email me, okay? If you voted for Biden and then you tried to shame me for not wanting to vote for Biden, you can email me at urbanx.nyc@gmail.com. From forty billion to two billion, and remember, doesn't matter if you like Trump. He was dumbfounded that every single year these colleges had to come back for this money. He said, no, 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 no. We're not going to do this. Let's just put a bill in place. Christopher Hawkins, thank, we, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right? Let's put a bill in place. We don't have to come every year. Right. The money is this year. Brilliant. Biden said, nah, we got to cut that. Yeah. And I from, like, it, was, it was crazy. Like, you know, like Roland Martin, all of these black people were getting so mad <clears throat> at Ice Cube and other people for wanting something for their vote. Right. And they were like, how dare you? Let's just get Trump out and we can hold, you know, uh, Biden accountable. I haven't seen anybody hold Biden accountable because you know why? He is a robot and yeah. they're not letting him take questions from people. Yeah. Space One. I mean, I know what you mean. Why should we be surprised? But damn, at least be a little, you know, covert. Little covert. About yeah, goddamn. Go from, you know, 40 to, you know, 35, 20. <laughs> yeah. That nigga went from 40 to two. Like, jeez. That's what you think about black education in this country? Jeez. Exactly. Damn. You know, that's all we're saying. Like I said, their email is urbanx um, nyc at gmail.com. Just tell me you're sorry. Yeah, just tell Malcolm. There'll be no hard feelings. You know. uh, there'll be no hard feelings. In, uh, should we go to commercial? No? No, not yet. Oh, okay, we won't go to commercial. <laughs> okay. You're listening to the sounds of Urban X. So, this is just, this is not really a story, but I had to give the Joe Budden podcast another break. I can't, I can't. Uh-oh. I uh -oh. give them another break. I'm going to tell uh -oh. you. Uh-oh. Yeah, listen, I've been, like, you know, once the split happened with Rory and Maul mm -hmm. and stuff like that, I was listening to both podcasts, right? Yeah. And I had to, um, you know, I was listening to both, like I said, but the Joe Budden podcast, he's gotten, they've gotten so CNN-ish with with a lot of these topics. Yeah, how they cover these stories. Yeah, so yeah. Um, they were talking about, they were talking about the candy and I think they were talking about Andrew Wiggins because we spoke about him on Monday, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And they said one of them said, "Yeah, because he got forced to take it." He's like, "Oh, you didn't get forced to take anything. Nobody's getting forced to take anything. It's just they they putting laws in place that behoove you to take it. That's not being forced. Nobody's getting forced. Now I have to <coughs> really think about who is call him out, paying y'all." I yeah. don't know. I didn't like well, that. Well, they down with the, they down with uh, Diddy. Yeah, I didn't like that. I, I didn't like that yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to get put them on timeout because just time. because you're not being physically dragged down to take the shot, don't mean you're not being forced. Yes. Now, with that being said, Kyrie Irving might take a book out of Dave Chappelle's. Uh, uh, right. uh, take a, a page out of his book. He missed the first game, I think, today. Yeah, so he might go, you know what? They listen to him as like inactive or something. He might go, I got 41 games for y'all. That's it. 
or I ain't got nothing for y'all. Yeah. So, you know, he might, you never know. It's all depending what the, what it means to him. He's not going to beat the NBA. That's mm-hmm. When I said he can't win, I mean, he can't take down that conglomerate by himself, but he can win his own victories for what he stands for. Mm-hmm. And if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And to hear so many black people just matter-of-factly saying, just take the candy. I, Shannon Sharp and him are starting to piss me off, too. Really? He's just on his show. Just take it, man. You, what you going to do, man? Really? This society set up. Skip. Come on, skip. Oh. You know you should take it, skip. Oh, we took really? it, skip. Which one did you take? Skip. Shut the fuck up. Mm. You know what I mean? So here I we go. Damn. I think now we'll, we'll get to a commercial break. Yes. And we'll come back and fire this thing back up. All right. We'll be back. I do. But yes, thank, don't forget to support those businesses, guys. Yes. And we appreciate you for being here right now with us. I think we us. got a couple of new businesses coming. I'm not sure. Soon. Soon? Okay. Yeah, it's October. Okay. Good, good, good. A lot of people, you know, switching over. So, yeah, people were talking about uh, Shannon Sharp. Somebody said he got... A uh, biscuit crumbs flying out his mouth. <laughs> what are you talking? Yeah, Chris. But yo, I've, uh, speaking of the Joe Button podcast, I've enjoyed Rory Moss podcast a lot. I didn't think I would. Okay, well, I I, I definitely make, make enjoyed the switch. this. Show. Yeah, no, I've been watching both, but like now, nah, it's, nah, yeah, make the switch. Bro. Yeah, make yeah. the switch. I always, you know, I think because it has to be one of the other. But, but it doesn't now. have to, but time is of the essence. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not getting what you're supposed to give True that. Joe Button, True that. maybe his boys will give it to you. True that. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to the sounds of Urban X. So uh, you told me about this story. I didn't know anything about it. The, um, the, hold on, the Bruce Beach. Yes. And, and um, L.A., Yes. Right? Uh, it was about this family who's, uh, this couple, this black couple, who uh, had like a beach kind of resort thing. They had large lodges. They had a beachfront, prime beachfront property. They had dance club and all that stuff. They were run out of the town by the local Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. And that town just kind of took it over, like in, in the dump. Eminent domain. Domain. Eminent domain. Eminent domain. They just kind of said, this is ours now. And- the state of California uh, awarded that land back to the family, to their descendants, uh, and over 100 years later. Super dope. And it's now worth $75 million. Yeah. Now, this could be precedent, unprecedented in the sense that more and more people might be able to prove that their land was taken from them unjustly. Black Inkwell. Is that the name of the company, or is that a movie? Who are you talking about? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have- So many, yeah, again, Qantas, so many communities, people were stolen by white imperialists, and, and people just took their shit from them. Yo, so I, I read a book a couple years ago called Black Fortunes, and it talked a lot about, you know, a lot of, it, it was about six slaves who wind up becoming millionaires. Mm-hmm. And their stories, like, you kind of really would never hear these people's stories. And the weird ways they came into their wealth, mm-hmm. not weird, but it's like, it, it wasn't like a straightforward, it was never really a straightforward way how, how they came into, into their wealth. But this this family, this couple, 
again, it was another like real wild way to came into it. Like the dude, he won a bunch of money from gambling and was able to flip it into a, a property and, and and created something where his people right <clears throat> could come and enjoy beachfront uh, amenities. Yes, so to speak. So shout out to him and his family. Uh, my girl Cindy said she's been there before, and uh, he won his case the same day George Floyd won his verdict. So, but I think they just officially, uh, nice. I think they appealed it and this and that. Now nice. it's official. So that's what's up. So, shouts, so that's a big win for the FBA family, for Ados. So, shouts out to everybody. Hopefully, people, you know, they can trace back their stuff to see if they have some wealth, some like real estate yeah. laying around or anything else. I have that's... some real estate right now that I need your boy to look into. Oh, yes, yes. It's, it's a long story, but my land keeps getting smaller. It's yeah. smaller and smaller, and I don't want to have to go down there and kill some hicks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But if I can prove Grand is mine, I'm like, look, all of y'all, <laughs> all of this. Yeah, gate mine. around it. Yeah. Build a gate around that. So super tough. That was a very, very dope story. I had no idea about that even happened. But yeah. Very yeah. dope. Very dope. You are tuned into the sounds. Of Urban X. Some more good news for black people. <clears throat> well, it, can't, it comes under, you know, the circumstances. But a former Tesla employee, he's an elevator operator, by the elevator way. Elevator operator. He just won a, a $137 million judgment in a workplace racism case. Ooh. Goddamn. Goddamn. that man. Yeah. Um, somebody said, this is a quote from an article, it says, I believe that's the largest verdict in an individual race discrimination uh, employment case. And uh, he's a clinical, this person is a clinical professor at Berkeley Law. Uh, class actions are a cause of a different category. And then uh, the vice president, Tesla's vice president of people, uh, Valerie Capers Workman, sent an internal email uh, to the company that Regarding that, regarding the uh, verdict, mm. and it says, "This is some of the, some of." Hey, the, Leslie. This is some of the email. It says at at the defense table for Tesla every day during the trial. Because says she was at the defense table for Tesla every day during the trial because she wanted to hear firsthand what um, the guy Mr. Diaz was going through, mm. and it said that um, you know. Tesla's not the same today because apparently he said he was losing sleep. He lost weight because he wasn't eating because of just the overt racism. It wasn't covert. Mean, he's the elevator man. Yeah, they were violating. Multi-billion dollar company who's probably like a goddamn fly on the wall to them. But they say, and Muhammad Ali said this best, I watch how you treat everybody. You know what I'm saying? When I meet you, if you don't treat, you're supposed to treat the janitor the same way you treat the CEO because it's a humanity, it's an integrity thing. So look out for the mm -hmm. people who treat uh, people who they think are below them because, of course, that would cause you psychological pain. Welcome to America. We all suffer from PTSD or PTSD or whatever the fuck you call it. Yeah. I've, when, I first, cause I, when I first heard the story, I thought he was like an engineer. Right, right. Or somebody with. behind the scenes who wasn't getting promoted. Yeah, I thought it was- should have been qualified. No, the elevator man. Yeah. He, you know, he done came up. Hundred million dollars. Moving on up. Hundred million. Elevator man moving that's, on up. Jeez. That's right. Well, shouts out to him. I ain't the maid, I'm the paid. <laughs> True story. <laughs> shouts out to him. 
You're listening to the sounds of Urban X. Yo, so I've been watching a couple of interviews recently on YouTube uh, regarding, like, these people are former Facebook moderators. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the people who uh, do, you know, not the fact checkers, like the moderators. Hold on. EU Rich Cleaning Services said, if I was him, I would open up Teslavators. That's actually hilarious. That's hilarious. That's some hilarious shit. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, like I said, I was watching interviews for, from these former Facebook moderators, not the fact checkers, but the people who, if you put up something like lewd on on Facebook, they 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 take it down. Yeah. So I didn't realize like how much like really graphic, heinous stuff that they have to sift through all day long. One person, one guy, he said that. Um, like in their office, they have like garbage pails by their computers because they need somewhere to throw up some with some of the stuff. Jeez, what the hell? Can you imagine what people are putting up? The grossness of what people would record mm-hmm. and put up on the internet. So they have a system in place. <clears throat> let me get this right. That catches it yeah. before it hits Facebook. Yeah. And their job is to sift through these things. So they're sifting through the most horrific videos. You possibly could imagine at a rapid rate. Yes. Oh my eight, God. eight hours a day. Oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight hours a day. And then That's a nightmare. Yeah. So they were talking about like the psychological issues that they have yes. as a result of just watching that stuff all day. Yes. Um, how it was like only two bathrooms in the whole place, like the actual work conditions that they have to go through. It was crazy. So the work conditions is horrific. Yeah. And the shit they're doing is, these people are monsters. Yeah. They said that like they have to watch people commit suicide and post it. Like, I wonder if they got that Hillary Clinton video. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, they said that they have to watch like forced incest videos. They have to watch, uh, one dude, he said he watched a dog getting barbecued live. Oh, like if some of these stories, I'm just like, yo, how much are they getting paid? I don't think they getting paid that much. Oh, dude, dude, I can't. You got to be paying me so much money, and knowing me, a lot of them videos will be making it through because I'd be like, I can't watch this shit. Yeah, I can't watch this goddamn. This is crazy. That is traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. my lord. <clears throat> because you are what you intake. Yeah. So it's like watching video games all day of crimes. And violent, and then going out to a school and killing a whole bunch of kids. Right. Yeah. I just threw that off the backboard. Oh, yes. There's a story. <laughs> that was a good one. That was Jeez, a good one. Just threw you a no look. That was a good one. Yeah. So uh, there was a shooting in Texas, Arlington, Texas. And it's making a lot of news because it's, what school was this? Uh, Timberview High School. Yeah. Arlington, Texas. Uh, it's making news because uh, for the first time, a, tech, a school shooter. It's a black kid. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, the real right wing was like, how can we not handle about this? How can this is yeah, the first place? Yeah, because yeah. he's white. <coughs> and I'm going to get the kid's name. Uh, but this... He, thank you, Deep Thought. Appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Um, the, the, sh- the school shooting happened on Wednesday morning after a fight that happened around in the morning. And he shot, I think, three students, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And... He went on the run. So as this was happening, his family took to Twitter and social media and was just like, yo, he was being bullied. That's the reason why he even brought the gun to school. Mm. The kid lives in a really nice house, really well-to-do family, or you know, middle-class family. Middle-class family. And 
he hasn't. He doesn't have a violent past, but they said he was robbed twice by some gang members at school, and uh, this has happened as, as a result. result. Okay, okay. Well, we don't want black people killing anybody, especially probably other black kids. And Timothy stuff. Simpkins. But um, under, there's a cause and effect of everything. Usually, when black people are involved, mm-hmm. like when a black man go to the post office and kill everybody at the post office, right. he usually had. I'm not gonna say a good reason, but there was something behind it. Uh, these white kids are just crazy. Mm-hmm. They just decide they've seen this in the movie and they want to take this further. Speaking of post office, I want to shout out my man, Johnson. He's a postal worker who I met yesterday or the day before yesterday. Uh, I was getting out of my car mm-hmm. and um, he just kind of saluted me. You know, we black people, we, we don't need to know mm-hmm. each other. I saluted him. He said, yo, I'm listening to you right now. Oh, that's why. Drop the bomb of that, Johnson. Uh, that's why. And uh, <laughs> it made my day. And, you know, mm. uh, again, you know how I feel about city workers and the ones who keep the city moving. He was on his grind. His name was Johnson. I hope I got that right. I told him I was going to shout him out. That's tough. That's tough. On the show. And that's the second time that happened. I walked up on another brother who was listening to me in real time. That must be spooky. Yeah. Like you listening to Black Dot. Yeah. My, my Kermit the Frog voice. And boom. Yeah. There I am and shit. So uh, shout out him and the work that he does to keep us, uh, you know, moving along. Right. That's, 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 that's cool. Yeah, man. That's made cool. my day. Made my day. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, guys, I don't know if you heard, right? On YouTube now, they're going to start demonetizing videos about uh, climate change if you're denying the climate change, right? So this goes in... So what you're seeing is a total, total control of information on what they want you to agree with and what they want you to say. You cannot say anything against the candy. You cannot say anything in regards to flat earth, if you believe it or not. You cannot say anything in regards to climate change, again, if you believe that or not. Mm. Which I think is just unfair. Not unfair because I don't... Dude, but it's in line with... Yeah, yeah. We can't joke on who we want to joke to. We can't. It's, it's you if you're an anti-candy person, right? If you're a climate, you know, you can't. And flat earthers, yeah. I think flat earthers should have a platform. Like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not have? How are you gonna tell them they can't have a platform to speak their piece right. unless there's something there, Malcolm? You're right. Oh, could be something there. My, and Jay Nightman says, Malcolm, whose platform is It's tr- very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. But you, what you're watching is the in the argument of misinformation, they're using at you, they're using that as such a broad topic to squeeze everything that they don't agree with out. And it's and that's just this is just the beginning. Yes, they are going to create more topics to say can't talk about that. Right. Can't talk about CMOS. Because what they're doing, what they exactly, because what they're doing now, they're saying you talking about this is causing death. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's going to cause somebody to go use it. Yes. No, it's going to cause somebody to go use it in a wrong way, quote unquote, and it's going to cause somebody to die, which is dangerous. So your misinformation is dangerous. Yeah. That's why that was the grounds in which they got Trump out of here because they said he told people to drink bleach. Mm. When we should give people, we should give, I think, adults more. Uh, credit for being, you know, for having the scruples not to do something that stupid. You know what I'm saying? Right. But and what he said, I'm not going to get into it, was taken way out of context anyway. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, this this goes into uh, we, we, we were just talking we were just talking about this, Dad. Um, oh, keyword warrants. Keyword keyword warrants. Warrants. We were just talking about this, right? Yes. So it was announced that FBI now they're going to start subpo- uh, sending subpoenas to Google to get people's searches on like based on what they search to get warrants on based on what people search. So again, right now, let's take the obvious stuff out of here when it comes to like child traffic, like child sex trafficking, yeah, and yeah, things yeah, like that. Let's take that out of it. But things that quote unquote you're not supposed to talk about. So if we talk about exemptions or things like that to get you know to get around taking the candy, what if they they I pop up because I I Google search that and then they try to get me for something stupid. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Or they so try if to you, get you, you for Google the name. An address of even sex assault victims. Yes, yes. Which I don't have any problem. Right, right, right. You shouldn't be looking them up either. Anyway, but so now you, what if you don't know that's a sex assault Mm -hmm. victim? You know, so you might be looking up who you, an old friend from high school, and you didn't know she was a sex assault victim. Yeah. And next thing you know, you under FBI surveillance. Mm -hmm. This thing could get. This thing is crazy, man. But you guys better pay attention because the future's here. I want to talk about. Hit, hit the thing. Oh, okay. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. My girl, Tina Turner. Oh, yeah. She just sold her whole catalog for $50 million. Probably could have got more, but you know. That's the, that's the immediately where my head went when I read that. I was like, she could have got more than that, but yeah. I'm not going to let me put you on the spot here. Okay. Tina Turner comes to your, to your hotel room. Mm-hmm. You're speaking at a, an event. Mm-hmm. She's 75. Right. And she says, Malcolm, <laughs> Malcolm, I'm your private dancer, a dancer for money. Do what you want me mm. to do. Mm-hmm. And you say, no, Tina, no, because Avery is my A number one. Mm. You're 75 and you bang it. And she says, what's love got to do, got to do with it? What you gonna do? What you gonna do, my nigga? Not a damn. Not a damn. What you damn. gonna do, my nope. nigga? Mm-mm. What you gonna do? Mm-mm. Oh, by the way, I have the fifty million dollars <laughs> and a couple of briefcases. We can run away. <laughs> no, thank you. Malcolm to an island. All money ain't good Malcolm, money. Malcolm, we can run away. All money ain't good money. Okay, just yeah. just asking. Somebody said that's Earth the Kids voice. Yeah, yeah. See, I mix yeah. it up. I mix it up. <laughs> I do that in there. I do that in there. That's true. You know, I get my characters mixed up. That's when you know you're getting old. I just start That's mixing funny. shit. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. And somebody said, "No more generational wealth, just one check." But yo, if you if you kind of pay attention, a lot of a lot of these dudes, a lot of people, are, something are selling, must be going on with the money system, especially with music. So a lot of people yeah, are selling, selling their music catalogs for what we see as like not pennies, but like you, you would think is more. I or think, you would think over the course of like the rest of your life would be more. I think. That's her money to get into the bunker. Probably. You know, you know, it's a whole city under the earth. It's gotta be. With with trains and buses and restaurants. That's where the elite are going. People think they're going to Mars. No, they're gonna send you goofy niggas <laughs> in assimilation to Mars and drop you niggas off in the middle of the desert. And they going underground and be popping, mm. but you gotta have your chips up. Clearly. I think the time is now. Cause they all making their move. Clearly, it's it's weird how much like uh, how many like major celebrities are selling their catalog. But speaking of music, speaking of music, 
There is a, a new um, music investing platform, Republic, by Republic. Um, or is it? Is it called it's Republic? Republic.co? Yes. Is the name of the company, Republic.co. And Chameleon is the one Chameleon championing it. Chameleonaire. He's talking about it, in which you can begin to invest in each and every song that comes out by an artist, no matter how big the investment is. So as that song begins to grow, let's say you invested in Kanye Stronger mm-hmm. years ago, and now that shit is. Diamond. So, like, do you can you do that like without the artist knowing, or is it I, I, is it a collective? I believe I, I'm not really sure all the details, but go to Republic.co or Google Chameleonaire because he's really talking about the new freedom that's going to come for you as an artist mm-hmm. and for the individual who wants to invest in music. So, I think that that was brilliant. Yeah, along with other things that are happening in music now. I think track list. Dot com is great. That's where you get your samples cleared oh. right on the spot. They got thousands and thousands of cleared samples, so you oh, don't nice. have to go through the court systems or get jerked. You mm-hmm. put out a hot single, and now the artist comes later. Bob James' catalog is on there. A lot of prominent nice. people's catalog. So they're making the industry a little easier mm. for artists to take advantage because of the technical you know, uh, uh, how uh, technical this is getting. Yeah, T-Pain was talking about, because he has a record label now, but then he was just talking about how easy it is to make uh, a song. You know what I'm saying? To, to make a song, like, to just create your own music now. So, I think he was talking to um, Steve-O, right? From, dude from Jackass, because yes. he has his own podcast now. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so, like, if you can do all of that, like, why would you need, why do I need you as an artist? Why do I need your label? He goes, you don't. But there's a lot of things that you as an artist don't want to kind of be bothered with like getting your song on Apple, doing this, right, like doing right, like the, the tedious stuff. Real tedious you stuff. You want to be the creator. Right. Yeah, he was yeah. like, so that's where we come in. And I understood that. But there is no real gatekeeper when it comes to you or making <coughs> your music. You just need a laptop, a good mic. Yeah, absolutely. basically at this point, right? So the, the playing field is leveled. Very. But, but don't, be miscon- don't be confused. The big companies are not going to let you cut them out that easy. So that's where the streaming services come in. All the big companies getting behind that now because you, your song eventually has to get there. So they're always two and three steps ahead because they can see the trends coming. When this thing went from waxing cassettes to CDs, they was making a killing because mm-hmm. it was the CD is actually cheaper than the wax mm-hmm. to make. And then when this thing started, when uh, LimeWire and you started uh, file sharing, they knew that that was coming, so they kind of moved out in front of the streaming situation, and artists took a beating. So when we look at a catalog like Tina Turner that may not be getting as many spins as it was, young people don't know about Tina Turner. True. $50 million might be what the market calls for, where somebody like Kanye might be able to get $700 million mm. because this stuff is up to date and prominent. So the longer your catalog is... Mm. In ancient times, meant the more valuable it was in this day and time because these people are in the moment. If they offer you that fifty million, so but like what about like, like, like Marvin Gaye's catalog? Oh, the serial killer, Marvin. <laughs> Allegedly, uh, no, no, his catalog because his songs get sampled all the time. Right, you know what I'm right, but because it, nobody's sampling Tina Turner. True, true, true. What? What? Blah blah. God, nobody's sampling that shit. So, um, because of that, mm-hmm. you know, it, its usage rate 
because they have the algorithms that mm. tell you, well, Marvin is still getting sampled. Yeah. We couldn't prove that he killed these people. <laughs> but, you know, so, yeah, 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 yeah. That Allegedly. Yo, oh, speaking of uh, his music getting sampled, remember how um, Robin Thicke and Pharrell got sued for Blurred Lines? Yeah. Robin Thicke is getting sued. Oh, he's getting accused of Me Too and uh, a, a model from the Blurred Lines video. He touched the titty. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah, yeah, he touched the table. Yeah, and there's a couple of people like backing it up, saying I was there for that. So yeah, he was like, that that song has cost him so much money. It's like one of his biggest songs too, and it cost him a fortune. Yeah, cost him his wife, cost him everything. Right, right. God damn, for a fucking song, everything, everything. And that girl had little boobs too. It's not even worth it. Ain't even worth that little profit. Not even worth it. That little. Profit? Yeah, come on, man. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be back. We'll take another commercial another break. Another commercial break. Yeah. Shall I return? Yeah. And we're back. And we're back. Can, <clears throat> can we get some likes? Please. Thank you, guys. Let me, wait, let me like my own shit. Got to. <laughs> there we go. Now, let's get the likes up. A little like tonight on the people. I guess they have found... Someone else to spend their time with. It's okay. Never take that personal. It's okay. You can't. These are choices that have to be made. Exactly. It's an open, open market. It's an open market. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yes, it is. But support those businesses, and uh, we appreciate you guys for being here, like always. And yeah. You're listening right now in your car. We appreciate that we as well. We appreciate all of it. As well. Okay. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, there were... 18 former NBA players who were indicted on insurance fraud. Yeah, tell me all about it. I mean, I have, yo, like, I just read this story, like, just before we got on here. Like, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Like, Glenn, uh, Big Baby Davis, uh, Tony Allen. There was a few people. Yeah, they trying to indict these boys saying they were making claims of, uh, I guess, uh, injury and it wasn't or something. Maybe somebody in the chat got the full. Details, because we just, that came across the wire as we were coming on the show. But 18 is a lot. Yeah, and it's like former NBA, and the other famous too, like, God yeah, damn, Yeah, you bro. don't need that. You don't need that. But they, they probably didn't handle their money correctly to the point, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Like, speaking of NBA, uh, they Nike just built a 750,000 square foot complex. Ooh. To LeBron James. Ooh, that's tough. Jeez. It's got basketball court. It's got a whole bunch of stuff in all of them. Yes, that's what Nike, the headquarters so Nike it's, is. So it's a cultural center. Jeez, you know how, how big 750,000 square? Shit. So my, uh, LeBron will be at Nike for a minute. So think. So again, if we, if they build something like that for LeBron, they signed him for a billion dollars. That means he is worth... Way more than that to, to yeah. Nike. You know what I mean? Because even, not to change the subject, my catalog, Tall, Dark, and Handsome, and the albums I put out, if they approach me, I give them give me $150. <laughs> I think my catalog is worth. I'm not afraid to say that. Give me $150, $200. Take me and wifey out to dinner. You can have the whole catalog. <laughs> but yeah, he's got to be worth at least fifty billion. Yeah, yeah. in terms of his overall, value, overall yeah, monetary yeah. value yeah. and sphere of influence. Yeah, for them to spend that kind of money 
or they were gonna build that complex anyway. And just said we named it after the. And just do that nigga name on it. <laughs> that could be. And do that shit too. That could be it too. You know what? Just put the Negro's yeah. name on it. You know what I mean? And LeBron is like, yeah. And now he stays there. Damn. When he can build his own sneakers, he can go to Taiwan too, directly, and have them make sneakers. That's what Stefan Marbury tried to do. I have his own sneakers, yes. And them sneakers were nice, and they came out at his prime. I'm not going to bring back traumatic times for you because you didn't want to wear them because you thought they was bullshit. Those were nice sneakers, and he was selling them shits for $21, and Paris was coming out with four and five pair. Yeah, it was. Thought, I watched that. I watched I that. I thought yeah. that was brilliant, I did especially watch. in Coney Island in Brooklyn where he was a hero. So they tapped his his father on the shoulder at live at a Nick game. Yeah. And that was the end of the story. Yeah. And uh they wanted to make sure he knew. Yeah, I mean Nigga, when you, we can kill your father yo. live at a game, nigga. Don't, don't fuck with us. Yeah, I had I had a pair of strawberries for Jim only. For only for Jim though. Yeah. Only for Jim. He refused to wear them out in the street. Yeah, only for Jim. Like yeah, I keep them had them in the tuck. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't wearing those out. But like he said, they they were in bad sneakers. The, the high quality sneakers for only twenty cash. Or, and he demonstrated he cut the sneaker in half. And what that did and for, showed you what that did for families was the Michael Jordan sneaker and his sneaker, and they were made from the same thing, and that's too much to reveal. Mm-hmm. See, listen, the NBA and all these sports organizations they run like the mob. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. And you trying to take billions out of our pocket by giving up this hustle or revealing this hustle? Watch this. <laughs> Bing. Yeah. Yeah. Touch that nigga right on his shoulder. End of story. Yeah, now I'm in my I'm, I'm in my my my, my uh, you know, conspiracy verse. I also wanted to get back to something because as we were talking about the censorship on YouTube and Google and things like that, and the, the lack of privacy on, on, on stuff like that. Um, people were bringing up Tasha's, Tasha K's new app. She has a new her own new platform, mm-hmm. right? Which is dope. Congratulations because it looks clean. It looks very professional. Yeah, yeah. But what I will say is to that is she still is promoting her app on Apple Store and things like that. There there are apps. Um, that were trying to like market themselves as free speech. What was the name of that drink? The Republican one. Um, whatever. But they got so people got so mad at them that Apple was able to, to wipe it and, and Google. Google was able to just wipe it off their store. You couldn't yeah. get it off there. I forgot yeah. what it was called. But so again, she created her own platform, but it's not her servers. Right. So and that's when we talk about the how just saying, yeah, we need you need your own platform, how just kind of short sighted that is. You know what I mean? Right when you pull back the cover, if it all leads back to Google, if it all the funnel or all, Apple, if it yeah. funnels back to Google, and somehow Apple, I'm still under their control. Parlor, that's what it was. It was Parlor, that's what it was. Like they were able to just take Parlor off of Apple, so in essence, you could not get it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So and and run with it. So it is sad, but our app right now you can't get on the Apple. Store. It's not even on Apple Store. But that we're not. You did something wrong. We're not. We no, not. It's no you, conspiracy. Come on, don't don't screw up my shit. <laughs> it's no conspiracy. You just did it's something no conspiracy. wrong. Yeah, yeah. I just did something wrong. <laughs> we could have we could have ran with that too. Could have ran with that shit, man. Yo. You hear what they do in the black dot in them? Apple man, they shutting them down. <laughs> Niggas around with that shit. Yeah, because I knew that they were saying some deep shit over there. Nope, just me screwing up. 
Yeah. And when we were talking about um, there's no money in music, somebody said just have people download the music at your website. If you, you have to understand, and this goes back, I was giving Gems last podcast. I'll give some more this podcast. It is very difficult to nurture an audience to the point where they buy directly from you. Yes. Right? I, I, I mean, it's, I can have a book on my website and author, writing coaches tell you all the time. Sell your book from your website because Amazon takes their cut, Barnes and Noble take their cut. Mm-hmm. Only sell it from your website. But if you have not coached your audience and nurtured your audience to the point they go directly to your website for everything, like if you don't have an email list that you always reach out to, if you don't have co- content pushing all the time from your website only, then that's not going to be the case. Because I've I've been guilty of it as well. I've seen something on somebody's website and go, let me just, I'll probably get it from Amazon faster. Because you trust Amazon more. Look, we started a cable network. Right. On an independent cable. Our shit was on Roku, all these other stuff, Roku, Apple TV, mm-hmm. uh, all these places, and people still came to YouTube. Because they just because they're so it. used to and program, and program yes, and you just trust YouTube. It's like going to Google. You want to Google something, so it's embedded in how you move. And we did bad over there. We paid thousands of dollars to set that shit up. Oh yeah, and we were it proud like of it. Hours of work. Bro. Hours of work, funneling, you know, videos over because we wanted you to be able to. We wanted to be able to say what we wanted to say, and, and nobody came over. <laughs> We were sitting there like this. Yeah. Are the people coming? Nobody came. So it's one thing to say it. Throw your fours up first. We forgot to do this. We got to do this at the beginning of every show for this, you know, for this month at least. Got to throw them fours up. We in the fourth quarter. Get this money. Yeah, yeah. Um, But people like what they like, and they would rather go to what they feel is they trusted how until you build that trust. Mm -hmm. I believe what we have done here. Because we're live twice a week, mm-hmm. we have established a relationship with our audience. Yes. You know, where we can sell you something. If it ain't right, you know you're going to get it back or, you know, but that takes a long time to develop and it all depends. See, artists don't want the money. They want the fame. Yeah. See, it's the difference between fame and fortune. Yeah. Because I feel if you can sell a CD or a download for $10 and if you can get two, three... If 10,000 people to download that particular offer, that's 100 racks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That should be enough for you to pay your bills and keep your art going, but you don't want that. You want to be famous. You want to gloss out. You want to show and flash, and that's a different ball game because then you need the machine behind you. This is why artists like uh, Knife, uh, what is his name? Uh, Knife Wonder? Not Knife Wonder. Uh, Tech Nine, Tech Nine, okay, the one yes. out of Seattle, yes. Portland. He's out of Kansas City, Missouri. out of Kansas City. Does yeah. so well, mm-hmm. totally independent. His audience believes in him, and he don't. He not worried about platinum status, even though he does well. He does enough units to, and if you if you get twenty thousand downloads, dude, at ten dollars, right. that's two hundred racks. Yeah, but you can't live off that because, and maybe the only people who know you are the people who truly rock with you. These young people don't want that. Yeah. They want that fame. So the record labels come and they flash. Don't worry about it. Hey, take two Benzes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Off the lot. Drive those two off. Don't worry about it. Go to the jewelry store. Go to Jacob. Get right. 
And then that's when, 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 when artists, when they talk about the first time, like they went on tour and then they get like all the stuff they were built for from the yes. label. And it was like, God damn, I, I brought 30 people thinking it was lit, but I was getting charged for everybody that Absolute. was there. Absolutely. All them bottles I bought. Damn. Yeah, I got yeah. charged for that too. Damn, I got charged for that. They ain't paying money. for none of that. You paying for it. You paying. They recoup all of that from the beginning. Yeah. My first royalty check was twenty three dollars. Oh man! From from tall, dark, and handsome. And side note, we was watching the Wu Tang Clan because mm-hmm. me and wifey—that's our our bonding time now. And it's getting really good on how they're breaking down the ins and outs of the industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were speaking about the first time they heard their record on the radio, played by Kid Capri, and how crazy they went. And it brought me back to the first time I heard my record. Mm-hmm. Red Alert played it. DJ Red Alert on Kiss. He played it, and it meant everything because we wasn't in it for money and all of that. Our whole goal in the hood at that time was to hear our record on the radio, and it was huge. So it all depends, you know, what you're after. But when they, I sat down at B-Boy Records with their accountant, and they started deducting stuff at the studio time, the little mini tour we went on, this, that. Our money was twenty twenty three dollars. I forgot what art. I forgot who it was said that they used like their first check to build an at home studio. I was just now, like, that, yo, that's what you do. Now I remember that's smart. Tim Dog tried that on his first uh, publishing. He mm. sold his publishing though for fuck Compton and and stuff like that. And I remember, like I said, I think I told the story. Cypress Hill, because it was on the same label, Rough House Columbia. They didn't. Mm. And so they offered Tim two hundred fifty thousand. Mm. He took it. He moved to Jersey. He bought a recording studio. Oh. His mistake was he didn't have the right people to run the studio mm. from top to bottom to give him the quality stuff he needed. Cypress Hill turned the movie, uh, the money down. The movie Juice comes out. And you just, how yeah. I could just kill a man yeah. was the hottest song, and they got a million dollar check mm. at the end of the day because they held out a little bit longer. So. But you are supposed to invest that money back into yourself. Another story. My man Ramik was down with the Wu-Tang Clan. It was called The Killer Bees. And people who, who follow the Wu-Tang know they put out an album called Killer Bees. My man Ramik 120 and his man, I forget his guard's name with mm-hmm. him. They had a song called Bronx War Story. And um, RZA ran up on them You know when they gave him the deal. And he gave them... About 30 or 40 grand. And my man, you know, he bought a drum machine, not Ramik, his partner. And then he ran up back up on, on RZA and he had no money. And RZA looked at him like, dude, you were supposed to take that money to the hood and flip that, my nigga. Mm. I, I shouldn't have to tell you that. Mm. Y'all were supposed to maybe get a drum machine, mm. but maybe get some weed out here mm. too to keep your money coming in so that you can... And it, it, it collapsed on them. And that... That album went platinum, the Killer Bees album. Mm. Uh, but just some of the stories that you hear about how this thing works. Yes. So that was some game, some more free game. That for was you some guys. more free game. You're listening to the sounds of Urban X. I I, I enjoy that. Yes. I, I do enjoy that. So um <clears throat> No, it was stretching Barbito that played it first. They mentioned that in the movie, sure, because they went up there and bombarded him. But it wasn't until Kid Capri, the premier DJ of all DJs at that time, played it on WBLS or whatever it was, that it became syndicated like this. They have arrived. So, 
Yeah, yeah, great points being brought up by Kevin McCall. Kenneth McCall, should I say. Appreciate that. So um, the CIA, they just uh, raided... No, no, the FBI, rather. They just raided the chief of the NYPD union, I think his office. His office and, and his, his home. home. Right, but they're not saying why, what they were the looking N- for either. Dude, this is New York City... NYPD union boss. Which is like, they, they got, the he has FBI, power. He yeah. has power, and the FBI comes and raids your home and office, take your gun and shield, force you to resign. We need answers. Something yeah. is going on that they're blowing the lid off that is going to come out in the next few days because you can't keep that story hidden for that long yeah. with all of this press in New York. So, Let's keep an eye on that and yes. where that shit is going. Also, uh, Mayor de Blasio, he's being um, he's being exposed right now because he misused uh, NYPD funds for his security detail right now. Yes. So people are getting at him. Um, they the the way that they're trying to it feels like they're trying to turn over like all of the not legacy politicians, but like. I guess that would be a good term for them. People that have just been in those positions for a long time, yeah. they just kind of turning them over and they have like their own new team and, and I think that should worry people. I don't like the Blasio. I think he's horrible. He's been horrible, since, but, but he's been really horrible since uh, the COVID. Yes. <clears throat> but when these stuff, when these things start to come out, when, and when you think he was down with the program, right? Mm-hmm. And these things start to come out, I'm, I'm never usually sure if it's a good thing or if it's a... You know, a weird thing. But he also said the reason he's not pressing, and I read this and showed this to Wifey, the reason he's not pressing the NYPD, the fire department, and corrections about getting the jab is because he respects, this is word for word, their intelligence. And then he followed that up with, uh, we expect them, no, no, no. The reason he's not doing that is because if the NYPD, the fire department of corrections walk off the job, we'll really need Batman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he knows who the F with and who not the F with. And then it sends a bad uh, a message to our frontline workers, our nurses and doctors and the ones who are on the front line, whether they're not intelligent. Yeah. So very, very weird statements he made. Uh, John the Baptist asked me what group I was in. I was in a group called Tall, Dark, and Handsome on B-Boy Records. If you Google the albums that came out, you can use Google, in 1988, you scroll down, scroll down, scroll <laughs> all the way down to the bottom, you will see my group there. <laughs> because we came out during that magical year of 1988 on B-Boy Records, just, you know, for those who didn't know. Dope. <laughs> yeah, you got to scroll. You're listening to the sounds of now, Urban X. Is it true R. Kelly going to start telling What's well, those are rumors. It's rumors. I, I, I don't know. In Cozy Stream Bullies, thank you so much. They're trying to pass three child laws. Okay. We're going to stay on that. R. Kelly trying to front and tell on Mr. Big, Jay-Z, everybody. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. see it happening. I don't see, I don't see anything coming of coming out of that. Uh, That's well, just me. Well, if, if Griselda can tell. What's her name? Griselda Blanco? No, not Griselda Blanco. The one who was with Epstein. Oh, uh, Jocelyn Maxwell? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe he knows but some things. What happened to that? I'm still waiting on that. Oh, she's uh, she's out. She's on an island. She met up with Epstein. They're drinking exactly. uh, mimosas somewhere. 
Somebody said, Black Dad, you uh, you like a Jamaican in 89? Did you? He looked like a Jamaican in 89? Probably did. Oh, is that how I look now? Are you saying? I guess in the outfit, I guess that's how they. Oh, we had the red, black, and green on, but yeah. we had the yellow background. So we was conscious back then. Okay. You see what I'm saying? With all the right colors. Yeah, yeah, we was doing it. That's funny. We was doing it. So uh, what's up with the CIA informants getting getting cleaned up? Oh, they're getting murked. They're getting murked by the dozens. And now the CIA is worried about this shit. Oh, yeah, there's the album. There, there I go. Yeah. And I, I'm actually tall, dark, and handsome on my own. Yeah, you do look Jamaican in that picture. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm actually... <laughs> shut up, Malcolm. But I shared the title with a couple of my best buddies. I said, you're tall. All right. Yeah. You're no homo. You called, you called Money Ray Handsome. Yeah, you know. Paul's no homo. You know, all that good stuff. And there I was, the dark one. The chocolate melanated one who did that damn thing. And yeah, that's us. Yeah. What was I about to say? So the CIA, there has to be some leak in the CIA. Yeah, I think, I think the list is compromised. Yeah, yeah like and, the and hell? Because, because of the digital world we live in now. Yeah. Them lists used to probably be tangible lists yeah. that was in a briefcase that only now that shit is, if it's flying out there, it's flying out there. Damn, that must be weird. You you marked. Yeah. And they just looking at you like... <laughs> <laughs> So where you been? <laughs> yeah. How long you been with us? Yeah. <laughs> Couple years. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's great. And you're marked. Yeah. They cleaning the house. So, also right they now they said R. Kelly got footage of other artists for underage girl. All right, y'all making this shit up. Who said it? Y'all making this. Shit and yo, this is and again, this this is that would be his last card to play. This was happening. Oh, this was happening during like the height of the pandemic. He it was a that bunch bright. of stuff supposed to happen. He don't look that bright. They were having dates. They said, "Yo, May eighteenth, this is gonna happen. This person gonna get executed live on television." Oh yeah, please wait stop for that. this. I'm, just, I'm I'm tired of just waiting for. Please I'm just, tell me to stop. Recently, they killed somebody. <laughs> that ain't really him. He did. I told you. I, I listen. I rock in that world too, but you gotta come out of that world sometime and just. Look at things for what they are. So don't get stuck in your conspiracy theorist world, right? Moving it out. Yeah. Of that shit. Facts. Now, back to R. Kelly taping people. He don't look that bright. Uh, yeah. Now, now, Diddy was bright like that. If you remember uh, Stuart uh, allegedly, and other CEOs, you know, we, we, we've heard the stories of some of the things that Diddy would allegedly do. To make CEOs kill themselves. Allegedly. Allegedly. Thank you. You're listening to the sounds of Urban X. So, um, funny enough, this story has been kind of like really buried in uh, everything else that's been going on. But apparently the supply chains uh, Whoa. have been affected to where All people- All of these shipping, yeah. Shipping, every, yeah. shipping containers are missing, the, the stuff that's not going to make it, the stuff that's late, and they're saying there's going to be a food shortage, there's going to be, uh, you know- Toys. Toys, like gifts that come overseas and things yeah. like that, that are going to be affected, especially during the holiday season. But again, you're not really hearing about this. Yeah, this is big though, because they said truck drivers- who usually maybe do two and three runs in a week or getting one run a week now. And they showed the picture of all them ships docked along the ocean trying to get in. 
I don't know what caused it, but trust me, things of this magnitude, you better put some water aside and some 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 uh you know some food some food. Yeah. Side note: Today is uh noodle National Noodle Day. Oh, sure. So if you know somebody in prison, send them a couple of Oodles packs of oodles. Pack of oodles. Packs of oodles. Yes, yes. And Jay Nightmare, I got you. I will look into it. Cause I got you. Don't worry about it. Yes, canned goods. Stack up on canned goods. Canned goods, man. Uh, you need. Let me go through my 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 list from twenty five years ago, when I had the aluminum foil on my head because I thought they were stealing my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Transistor radios that run off solar power, so you can wind the radio mm. up. It don't need batteries, and you can get AM stations, mm. so you can find out what's going on. Of course, batteries, battery-operated socks, uh, you know, certain food items. Socks? Oh, for, to keep warm. Keep warm. Right, right, right. right, right. You, you know what I mean? It ain't going to be no, you know, uh, you know, night night vision goggles. Uh, we had gas masks. You know, we had a couple of things. You thought Y2K was? Yeah, definitely when I thought Y2K <laughs> was, was coming. I was on my super crazy shit. Mm, here it I, is. Here it is. Here's the moment. And we in the motherfucking hospital on Y2K with Eli. Oh. We got a fucking cold. And I'm sitting there going, yo, the lights can't even go out. Because <laughs> remember, Eli was born yeah, right. a few days ago. Yeah, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. He was born, you know, like three weeks ago. And then he had his first little cold. That's right. That's right. And nothing happened, man. Niggas came out the next day like this. Yo, Doc, man. What's good, my nigga? I was like, no, see, what happened is... It's not really the date that you think it is. You know, you got to remix. Aztec had it backwards. You know, the, the Aztecs, <laughs> it wasn't 2012. It's 2021 that this shit. Niggas like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Doc. Yeah. Yep. That's funny. All right, let's take some questions now. Yeah. I had a lot of explaining to do. A lot of explaining. Yeah, let's take some questions. That's funny. So much water, the bottom Yeah, we had so much water, the waters on the bottom started busting because of the weight. And it's funny because it's monkey see, monkey do. While we was getting that much water, other people started getting water. Just haphazardly. Yeah. Like, I had my cousin there. She started, boom, boom. Like, she was trying to have a contest with me. <laughs> Who could get more water? I started throwing more water on my shit. Other people, what the fuck they throwing water in? fuck's going on? Something they doing we don't know about? Hey, you get water. And that's how that shit start. That's how that shit start. Yo, I, that's how Apple get you. To get them phones. Yep. They pay them people to stand on that line yeah. for two days. And you go, ah, oh, shit. If you walk in the fourth day, you mm-hmm. can just walk right in yo, I think, and get a phone. Uh, yo, I think the last two years, we've seen such a lesson in human psychology and yes. just human nature. Yes. Toilet tissue, nigga? Toilet tissue. Not even related to yes. the flu or nothing. We just saw people buying this. Like, I need to get that too. I better get some of that shit too. Yeah. Toilet tissue. I have a bidet though, so... That's gay. That is not gay. It's mad gay. That is not gay. It's mad gay. It is not. All right. Now, but I will say, if you have a bidet, you still got to put a courtesy wipe in there. Yeah, that's gay. You know, it doesn't get everything. <laughs> and you want to be sure. You ever see them girls playing tennis on their period? Because they're confident. They're sure. I don't want to be on stage doing a lecture and I got mud butt. So if you have a bidet, use the bidet. Okay. And all the features. Yeah. Bells and whistles. Still give yourself a courtesy okay. white. Yeah. 
What books are you guys? What books are you guys reading? What are you reading right now? I'm reading. Uh, I'm listening to uh, the Science of Getting Rich. Oh, nice. So I'm reading. I'm physically reading. Um, it's called what is this? And, I, and I'm reading a book on the Anunnaki. I'll um, tell you exactly what that shit. It's by Donald Miller. It's a, a story brand. It's a really good book. Really good book. Especially if you have a brand that you're trying to sell. It's called Building a Story Brand. That's what it's called. Yes. By Donald Miller. It's not sure, it's not a long book, pretty short book, but it talks to, talks about um the elements of a story to use to sell your brand and to better communicate what you're selling to your audience. Yeah, really good book. Anunnaki, the final war, and their return in twenty twenty two. Yeah. That's what you're reading? That's huh? what I'm reading. Okay. Anunnaki is returning now again. And for audio, because again, like, like I said, I'm not listening to rap music anymore. I'm listening to music. I'm listening to The Magic of Thinking Big. The Magic of Thinking Big. Yes. And that would be appropriate for small guys like you. No, no. You have to imagine you thinking big. Yeah. I'm big. <laughs> it's the magic of. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, nigga. Whatever. Yeah. You can dream it. I am it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so Malcolm, um, Jay Beck said, Malcolm, what's up with your boy Meek Mill saying his ex cellmate was like his girlfriend? I, I, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. What the hell? I don't want to hear that. I, I'm assuming it was misconstrued. What? What he was talking about. Erg? Because that would be like, you know, that, where do you think the world is heading? You got seven hours? Yeah. We'll talk about it. Rocky Raccoon, check it out. Jazz, I don't know. Oh, uh, you heard about Trump trying to get his Twitter back? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of a lost cause at this point with him because it's like the entire world, like media and every other tech company who is run by the same like entities, they all just kind of banned against him to say like it's not happening. Even Facebook said like we might give it back, but Twitter's just like, no, forever, it's gone. Mm. Weird. Uh, Wigan said he was forced. He was forced, essentially. Uh, technically, he wasn't because he could have just went to work at Starbucks. But, you know, so that's that's the platform in which Skip and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Shannon was on. You wasn't technically. Yeah, you. but dude, I'm making $32 million a year. Yeah. And if I don't get this shot, I won't get my $32 million. So, yeah. But that's his profession. That's his livelihood. You know what I mean? Yeah, and as Dave Chappelle said, to take a man's livelihood is essentially killing him. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. It's trash. Yes. Um, Russell Wilson got injured. Oh, no. Ooh, in the game tonight. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ever since he started dating Ciara, his game has suffered. Crazy, right? Yeah, his love... I mean, he's he's cool, and but she sucked the... Uh, all the fight out of him. Now this nigga's just like a regular player. Malcolm, get Ego Trip's book of rap lists. Don't know what I call it. The Hip Hop Bible. Okay. That, did you see Asia drop a new joint? Show the adrenochrome being sold in Alibaba. This world is getting... No, I didn't see that. Mm. I'll check for that. I'm pretty sure it's from the net somewhere. Shout out to Asia the Duke. And it's queen of ten thousand dynasties. I did watch Squid Games. It was that was, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Koreans are really good uh, filmmakers and showrunners. Like they're really good. I'm not gonna lie. The Koreans. Yeah. Did they do Godzilla? Was that Japanese? That's J- J- that's Japan, I believe. Okay. Right. But uh, Squid Game is, is is dope on Netflix. You can, you can check that out. 
Oh, wow. Russell, women, Russell Simmons, Russell Wilson gave you and your son a ride home. That's dope. He in that box right now, and <laughs> that box got him fucked up. He need to leave that box alone and don't let Jesus shit they talking and get back to throwing the damn football. Yeah. Did you hear about them taking people off the transplant list if they don't get the candy? Oh, really? Wow. I, I heard that. about that. Dude, they, they they really taking this thing to, to the next level. I didn't level. know that. So you've waited 10 years for a kidney. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, sir, we have the kidney. I, did you take the, the candy? No. Uh, Ooh. Shouldn't Ooh. have said that. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> That's crazy. Now we got to call the next person on the list. Please help him out. He's, yeah. Dude. Uh, or if you take it right. I, I, do. That's I didn't story. know. And, and like... Is that like like you know across the board? No, or I think states? it's just certain states. But monkey see, monkey do. Where's Alejandro? Alejandro's here. Alejandro's always here. I didn't watch that movie enough. I did not me. watch the BET Awards. I think it is a uh, oh shout out to your dad who got his transplant and didn't take the jab. Shout out. I didn't watch the BET Awards. It is a a, a real mockery of what hip hop is collectively. Not saying that they don't have hip hop moments in there, but what they're using to represent the culture that I love and grew up on, it, it's really bad. Uh, did y'all take the candy? No, no, we did not. Uh, Fury or Wilder? I'm going Wilder on this one. I'm gonna go Wilder on this one. I'm gonna go Wilder. I'm gonna go Wilder. Shouts out to Kenneth McCall. My job accepting my religious exemption. Yeah, because a lot of these jobs, what's happening is they know for a fact that if some of y'all left. They'd burn. True. You know what I'm saying? So some of the time they have no choice but to accept it. You know what I mean? True. But congrats to you. That's fire. And if you come see me now, because I'm going to be doing my own exemption papers. You know, I, Rabbi Black Dot. Mm. I am Rabbi Black Dot. Come see me for your papers. Um, $500. $500. Uh, why is Joe Biden in a fake White House uh, with fake windows? And where's Kamala? Oh, Kamala. She's on vacation. Dude, she's on a permanent vacation. Yeah. Which, where is her presence? Yeah. She is a woman, black woman, who could be out championing causes mm -hmm. to uplift humanity. That's what I envision the first female black vice president to do. Yeah. It's a heavy burden, but she's just nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Uh -huh. Is it still worth becoming a school teacher in 2021? So if you if you're looking at anything from a monetary perspective, then like what is worth, you know what I mean? But yeah, if you're calling yeah. is to teach students. Like my mother's calling, like she yeah, loves yeah, teaching. That is true. She loves teaching. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah, that's up, that's really up to you. But if you can think of another way to monetize your expertise and what you know, there are other ways to do that as I well. I know she's not black like blackish, you know. You know what I mean? We know she's not black. True story. Yeah. Anything else, guys? Anything else? Before we get to the after show. After the show, what's the after party? Yeah, I'm going wild. I, I, I wasn't confident in him last one, last fight, and I was right. I took Wilder in that fight just because I thought he would land one or two haymakers. It was, it was Black History Month, and yeah, I, I did, yeah. you know, people were, he was doing the whole. To this day, like he was doing all to of that. Day. To this day, yeah, he was but, yeah. doing a lot of shit. Yeah, I think he's more focused now. He got humbled, and now he's ready to go. Yeah, uh, you can call up if you um, a member. Yes, 
She's not a member. Then nah. And nah, nah, you good. This is it for you. And with that being said, guys. Yeah. Uh, do we know any businesses uh, in the Detroit area? I don't. We'll look through our directory to find out if somebody is from Detroit. Yes, and guys, if you are, if you if you're from Detroit and you're watching right now, put the brother on. All right, so peace, family. I missed the last few live shows. Past few weeks, me and wifey have been busy with our home birth business. We got a commercial done. Dope. Blank. Dope. Beautiful. That's what we're talking about. These times should manifest more home businesses. Dope, dope. Really, really dope. Congrats to you and the queen. We appreciate you. And with that being said. With that being said, guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe before you get up out of here. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at UrbanX underscore NYC. Don't forget to subscribe to the website at UrbanX.NYC. Yeah. And with that being said, we will see you next week. Black mess, man. It's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy yay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found the pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son, and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't tryna go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been weeping what he showed I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter.